need to do it again. Yeah, yeah. From do the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 1063. We will have Miles Ross, the new Kaiser head football coach, in about nine minutes' time or so. Kaiser, the defending NAIA national champions, Doug Sosha, previous head coach, is now at Division II, Lenore Rhine. And Coach Russ takes over. Was the running backs coach. Now he's in charge of the national champions, the defending national champions. So he's going to pop in here in a moment. Kaiser, 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 where do I know? Oh, Kaiser Golf. Come on now. Kaiser Golf. Theo knows all about Kaiser Golf. I am the John Smoltz of pitching on the golf course. (laughs) And that's John Smoltz stamp, baby. Let's That's just let's John just get this Smoltz one out of the way. So it's, it's John Smoltz. All right. It's yeah. not John Schmoltz. I said Smoltz. Yesterday he said Schmoltz. He, today I he said, said Smoltz. Smoltz. Yesterday you said Schmoltz. I never said that. Yeah, you did. Like three times. Yeah, we'll go pull Smoltz. the Smoltz. Yeah. I just got, a, you got it I'm right from now. the South. Yeah. From oh, the South. Oh, I got a little bit of an accent. There it is. Okay. So I don't want to be judged for that. Can I not be judged for that? I know yeah, what I don't get judged for as much as I used to. That's. I don't know what you're about to say is true either, but go ahead. And that's my golf swing. Mm. Uh, yeah, not true. And that's much thanks to the Kaiser University Golf Coaching Center. Shout out, Pete! My coach, Coach Pete, is uh, one of my favorite people to see because every time I see this guy, I come in a little raw and I leave out much better at the game of golf. I'm getting mm-hmm. closer and closer to getting my first birdie ever. It was my New Year's resolution. It's a birdie. I just want to birdie one hole. I'm not. I'm not a guy trying to break a hundred right now. No, small, small goals. Small goals. I want to birdie a Small goals. Small goals. And Pete's getting me there. I actually, uh, I actually hit a par. My first par of the year a couple weeks ago. We went to the park and I used some of the uh, striking techniques, jumping into the think box, and also, of course, I mean, you know, I had to pitch it. You know, I had to pitch it like my guy Schmoltz. <laughs> Get it, Schmoltz. <laughs> And I did just that. So I'm getting closer and closer to birdieing. In all seriousness, the Kaiser University Golf Coaching Center, they have the facilities, they have the tools, they have the coaching. They've got indoor golf. They've got outdoor. Anything you need when it comes to perfecting your game and getting better. And more specifically, the goal is to get me a birdie in 2024. The Kaiser University Golf Coaching Center has it. It's in the heart of Palm Beach County off I-95 in the Turnpike. You want to sign up for lessons? Tell Pete I sent you. You can find out more at Kaiser Golf Center. Dot com. Shout out to Smoltz. Uh, oh, yeah, you know him on a last name yeah. basis now? J- my, hey, J-S. Smoltz. My, my dude, Smoltz. Meet him for five minutes at a golf tournament. He's my guy now. I mean, me and guy. him, me and him just kicking it on the on the front nine of the Floridian. I hope I'm with you. Shooting a breeze. When you do not knock down that bird. I'm yeah. actually really excited for Theo. I, I know I've only hit one birdie my entire life. What? Really? In my entire life. But it was a thrill. It's such a great feeling. Man. Do you think it's going to happen to par three, par four, par five? Mm. Uh, how, are, how, how are you with a three-wood or a hybrid in hand? If you do have to go at least like 200. So my hybrid actually used to be my best club, but I haven't had it. I haven't used it in the lessons yet, so I haven't really perfected it. Um, we're working on the driver this coming Saturday with Pete, so I'll figure okay. out. I, I, I guess by default, he'll get lucky off the T-box on a par three. That's and, what I'm thinking. It's not going in tight. Let me just knock down a 20-footer. Yeah. I mean, like, luck. I would call it luck, though. I, would, I gonna, don't like how you call it luck. I'm going to say gonna it's going to be a par three. Do yeah. we want to wager this when he does get his birdie if he did it on a par three, par four, par five? Yeah, but a par three, it's heavily favored here. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's why I'm going to take it. Yeah, well, I want it, too. I want the chalk, too. This is good business. I can get it on a par four, fellas. No, you can't. 
Why not? Yeah, he's going to take it. more shots. Yeah. I can string together More chances shots. for you to screw it up. You better work on that pitching. Yeah. I will. <laughs> I mean, but that's the best part of my game. Oh, okay. Greg yeah. Maddox. I, uh-huh. Roger Clemens. Roger who, Clemens. Me and him both went to the same high school. We we talked about that in our interview at the Floridian. Oh, so. you talked to him too? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, Roger Clemens. How's we, he doing? He's doing great. Awesome. I mean, he's, he did a whole serenade. He did a whole song for us, a song uh, before he hit his tee shot. We should give you some homework. Look up some of the best <clears throat> short game golfers there are in the history yeah. of the sport. So you can actually make apt comparisons. Well, the reason of going with great uh, like baseball pitchers, <laughs> like Bubba's got good hands. Like you need to know some of the guys. Phil, on tour right Phil's now. the. I mean, Phil's Phil in that flop shot. I told y'all I'm the black lefty sweat. already. Yeah, he did. I'm oh, black yeah, lefty. True. But I, I will say this: the reason oh, why. Oh, by I brought the way, up, Happy Black History Month. Thank you, thank you. Day yes. one. Uh, oh, I heard. Oh, you, guys, I heard the the Commanders did just what we said. They they announced the hiring of their head coach That's on day right. one of Black History Month. That's Who was it? Right, uh, the whitest of white guys <laughs> ever. <laughs> it, it it regrettably was not Eric Bieniemy. Oh, okay. Well, well, probably uh, in a real middle finger to Black <laughs> History Month is probably getting fired. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, that would be I, crazy. I mean, that would be crazy. Um. Uh, back to the point, though, oh, yeah, I, I use John Smoltz a lot because I know how well he actually is at golf as well. I mean, the guy's a scratch golfer. You didn't even know I knew that terminology, how huh, when I said that. Man, Kaiser Golf not. is doing good things am, for Theo. I'm man. getting nice. He's, he's I'm not. getting nice. I'm getting nice. <laughs> What's guy. up, baby? You know the definition of a scratch golfer, though. Yeah, man. 72, baby. Okay. <laughs> man. Theo has he's hot. He's come a long he's way. Hot. He is hot right I'm now. Like that. Uh, <laughs> I'm like that. Uh, when we come back, I think uh, Coach Russ is like, what in the hell is going on? Uh, we will talk like with the, the. Let's just talk golf with Coach <laughs> yeah. Russ the yeah, entire yeah. time. Uh, <laughs> Coach, have you ever birdied? Uh, what's, your, what's your handicap? Uh, when we come back, uh, Coach <laughs> Miles Russ, he is the new head man at the NAIA National Champions Kaiser Football. He's the second coach in program history. Just name that, and he makes his triumphant introduction right here on Levicka Theo and Stone on ESPN 106.3. We'll have Coach Russ when we come back. The new head coach at Kaiser Football. That is Theo. That is Stone. I am Ken Levicka Theo and Stone, ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Kaiser University football, the defending NIIA National Champions. That was a game, by the way, you heard here on ESPN 106.3. Man, it was on the sideline of that game. By the way, they've been in the National Championship game back-to-back years. Able to get the trophy this past year. Is a man who was running backs coach, and now he's been elevated to the second head coach in program history, the coach of the defending national champion Kaiser Seahawks, Miles Russ, with us here on ESPN 106.3. Levicka, Theo, and Stone. Coach, thanks for coming by. This is uh, this is this is going to be your official introduction now Love as head coach. It. This is what we're we're deeming it now. Uh, and when I say head coach of the defending national champions, how does how does that feel? How does feels that feel? Good. Yeah. It feels good. Yeah. Good. But at the end of the day, still some work to be done. Yeah. Uh, that, that was uh, last year, and that's what kind of mentality I want to bring to the table. Um, but it definitely still feels good. I tell you that. Uh, I, I want to ask you. Well, we're going to go wide range in here. We're just okay. gonna we're we're gonna get you used to this now. Uh. So so the previous uh, head coach Doug Sosha leaves for Division Two. Lenore Ryan. What's the timeline from that to then you and uh, hey. Coach, you want to 
You want to run this program? <laughs> how, how does how does that timeline work? It, it, it was kind of crazy because, you know, he's been getting all kind of calls. Uh, I give a lot of credit to our administration of just kind of trying to figure that thing out as things were kind of transpiring through that whole deal. Um, but it, it happened quick. And it was one of those things I met with our AD, uh, Chris Swagger, and uh, kind of showed him my plan and my vision of how we want to do things if this thing ended up happening, which it did. Um, and so when he did make the decision, um, it was it was good that uh, they gave me a call to be the next guy and they knew how I wanted it to be done. And uh, one thing I wanted to make sure they knew, I'm still going to be myself. Mm-hmm. You know, Coach Social is my mentor. That's my guy. I've been under him for seven years. But at the end of the day, uh, we're totally different people, whatever it may be. Um, so I wanted to be myself and have what I want to do things, how I want to do it. And um, they, they were was good with it. So that was a good thing about it. So I, I got to ask then, I mean, for the people that are going to be out there still supporting those Kaiser Seahawks that are uh, always a fun Saturday show, uh, who is Coach Russ? We know you as the uh, assistant head coach. Yeah. We know you as, you know, the running backs coach. And, of course, uh, the strength of that Kaiser football team the past few years. Yeah, no doubt. Really from the start of the program yeah. has been the running back room. Uh, who is Coach Russ? Where are you from, man? Yeah, and, yeah, and, man. and uh, you know, what's, what's the background? Hey, hey, so I'm from Boca Raton, Florida. Yeah. I went to West Boca High School. Uh, I might not look like it, but I played the running back position. Uh, it was kind of crazy, though, you know, out of high school, uh, didn't really have any, too much anything. And I was a uh, player of the year coming out of high school from mm-hmm. West Boca, uh, wanting to go to the FAUs, the FIUs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I understand now, you know, with my size and a lot of thing that, things to do with it, that didn't happen. But I uh, went to Robert Morris University, yeah. uh, had a career there, was an all-time leader rushing there. Um, Hall of Famer there. So uh, when I got the opportunity to coach and wasn't able to make it to the NFL, uh, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to still find a way to impact lives and still be part of this, you know, football world. So I did that. Started with Joe Walton, who was my head coach. Uh, transitioned to John Banizak, mm. uh, who all those guys have, you know, big football history. Joe Walton was a head coach with the Jets. John Benazak was with the Steel Curtain. So I know the history of the game. And then uh, being able to kind of go through the process, recruiting, I brought a lot of Florida boys up to Robert Morris and came back and was able to start this program with Coach Sosa and come back home, you know, to, yeah. fam- to family. So And away from the cold. But that was a big part of it too. So that was, that was good, man. And then now, but really impacting the guys of my community. And that's from down here. And that's when we started this thing. We wanted to build it from the high school up. And um, no better way to do that with guys that you know where they come from and you've been where they're, you know, where they're at right now. So that's who I am. You know, I would, I would say, you know, when I say who I am, you know, I want to stay that person. Um, one thing I told our AD is, you know, when you see us play, I want you to know that we have some grit. And yeah. that's one thing I always tell the guys. that within that grit, I tell them, hey, we still got to be genuine. We got to be respectful. We got to be innovative. And then, again, we got to also, also be trustworthy. And that's within that grit. And uh, that's what I'm all about. Here with Miles Russ, new Kaiser football head coach. Again, the defending national champions in NAIA. And uh, Coach Russ has a to-do list now. You've got signing day next week. you got to put together the spring schedule, all of those things. We always hear new head coaches talk about investing in the program, investment in the program, uh, everybody coming together, pulling the rope the same way. You, though, 
being a part of this program from from day number one. That's extremely rare that someone gets to become the head coach at a program that they were integral in in creating, literally birthing. So from an investment standpoint, I gotta I, I, I gotta feel like it's probably a little next level compared to what we usually hear normal coaching talking points when it comes to that work. Yeah, absolutely. And that one thing we talked about off the air a little bit, the investment is in our players. And that's what I'm investing in and that's what my main focus also that we have signing day next week and those guys are gonna be part of our family. But having these one on ones with every player on our team. And uh, that's very important to me. I want to build that relationship um, in this desk that I'm at now. I had a relationship with those guys already, but not at the head coach position. Uh, so just want to kind of see where they're at, where their future may be with us, you know, how they took it. Um, and it starts off with truth and transparency. And I let everything happen right now. This is where this is where we're going to start at. We have to have that foundation in order to move forward. So that's my biggest deal of, no, knowing where my guys are at, knowing where we are at as a program, um, but the investment is n- nothing higher. Um, we're going to just continue to work, but just to see how much we have grown, um, I think there's nobody else that is as invested into this program as myself. Uh, Miles Ross again, head coach, Kaiser football, uh, second coach in Kaiser history. Coach Ross uh, from the 561, taking yeah. over here in the 561. This has been a program that has largely been built on the 561 from a roster standpoint, natural mm-hmm. fit. Sorry, Theo. Yeah, no, no. I was going to say, too, you you being a uh, a guy that's from this area, yeah. I know your first, you, you already told us, you just said it, your first priority is recruiting from within the walls in the locker room and having those one-on-ones with the guys that are on the roster already. Uh, what's what's going to be your approach? And you've already been doing it the past six years, but now that you're the head guy, what's going to be your approach to making sure that these kids out here, especially as we see the, 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 the recruitment from high school to college has been so evolved with the transfer portal stuff and then the COVID year, guys, a lot of that stuff is still changing and evolving. What's going to be your approach to hit the trail um, and get some of these yeah. guys from the 561 and the Treasure Coast to stay home. And I, I tell these guys all the time, uh, and it's no disrespect to the recruits, but we love the transfer portal. Yeah. We, we think we can get better high school players. Like a lot of these high school players are getting overlooked because they want to get these somewhat ready-made guys from these other schools. So, mm-hmm. the, you know, that's been part of them and, that, you know, to each their own. But – this foundation was always built off of high school, and that's not changing. Uh, and if guys want to jump in the transfer portal and get those guys, that's fine with us. We're going to get top-tier high school talent, and we're going to continue to develop. And then one thing I think I love about our program is you don't see a lot of our guys leave. You know, if they get opportunities, you may see, you know, one or two. But when we get them, we're still investing in them. We're still taking care of them. And that just shows a lot of what our culture is about and who we are as a program that, you know, once you get here, you're going to finish with the uh, degree. And, uh, you know, you might have other opportunities they may take, but a lot of our guys stay. So that's one thing you're going to get from us, 561 Treasure Coast. Uh, we still, we want you. Uh, we, you know, you can look at our roster and, you know, I can say this and that, but look at our roster just see, yeah. you know, when they came to us. And most of it going to come from the high school program. It looked like a Palm Beach County Treasure Coast All Star team. <laughs> you go up and down that roster. That's what we yeah. say. So it, uh, you know, we always do that, and that's part of our recruiting. And we just say, hey, we try to build an All Star team of that Palm Beach County, you know, Briar Treasure Coast, every everywhere um, with guys that was uh, they lit past. And uh, we're going to we're going to take them. We still going to develop, 
and uh, we're going to try to win another one. Coach, I got one for you. I'm right behind you. Sorry, you don't even have to turn your head. You talk about recruiting and the new styles of recruiting. Something so interesting to it's me. It's better when Stone's talking to you yeah, back yeah. anyways. Just trust me. As someone who sees him every day. You don't want to see this face, yeah. Coach. Yeah. But like uh, a guy like Wendell Fuller, who, who makes the jump to FAU, somebody who was so dynamic for you guys, kind of Charles Woodson type. He did a lot for you guys. Is that something that you're using in recruiting now? Like you can come to us and maybe make that leap? Or is it something that you try to keep these guys in-house? But the father figure type, like you want to see these guys succeed. You want to see them help yeah. feed their families and whatnot. Is that something you're using now? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're not scared of it. Like we, we, one thing, you know, being here, we talk about, Hey, if you have an opportunity, you know, you can, you can go and express it. He did it the right way. You know, he did it. He got his degree and he, you know, ended up going uh, to FAU and, you know, um, he, he, all that wasn't no surprise to us. And that's what, this is all about is the communication piece. You know, mm. he wanted to stay. He had some, you know, inklings of that he wanted to kind of tip his toe in to see what was going on. Yeah. He did so. Um, he had some some schools that just wasn't enough. And, uh, you know, we, we know some of those guys at FAU, they do a great job, um, you know, and they looked at them and they called us and, and we gave them the truth. He's nothing but a great person, great player, um, but he did it the right way. That's the way we would want you know, our guys to do it. Right on. Um, I think it's the cleanest way. It, you know, get your education, graduate, and then you have an opportunity to get one more year and, you know, go that D1 world. That's that's fine. I'm not – we're not scared of that. We, we're very transparent with our guys about that. That's the new age of college football. And I think if you run away from those kind of things, your, your guy's going to sense that and, you know, leave anyway. So mm-hmm. we're going to look right, right to it. So that's how we're going to take care of those things – uh, part of our program. Miles Russ, the head coach at Kaiser, coached three different running backs to all conference outers. Marquise Burgess, Fort Pierce Westwood, 772. And he had more all time rushing yards at Kaiser than any other running back from a Florida college. That was what Coach Russ was doing in that running backs room. And now uh, he's the head coach at NAIA National Champion Kaiser. A couple of quick things here. Let's get down to business real quick. Uh, let me just put you in this hypothetical. Okay, Coach, you're sitting at a long NFL table. Okay? <laughs> and you've got Brock Purdy on one side. You've got Tua on the other. This is just hypothetical. You've got to pay both of them today. Who is worth more, Tua or Brock Purdy, just in a vacuum? So, you know, I don't think it's always a, you know, left-right thing. I think it kind of... What do I have on the defensive side of the ball? Mm-hmm. Who's my running back? Who, what, what the offensive line's looking like? Um, you know, who do I have on the outside? I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, I know that's not the, you know, the answer you're looking for. We're going to put you down uh, for two off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you got to understand, you know, I, I kind of deal with those things all the time. I, I, I got to see the whole picture. I'm not just, you know, focus on, uh, you know, those two guys. I got to see what my team is looking like. But I do. one thing I can say, you know, those guys do a great job. Um, Brock Purdy, I think, can be one of those just, you know, game managers at times. But if you need him, you got him. Um, and then Tua, I love his game. Uh, one thing I kind of go back and forth with him, sometimes he has his highs and he has some lows. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, uh, you know, one thing that you kind of got to give or take. So, um, you know, to answer your question, I'm always going to go hometown. You know, yeah, I'm going, right. with, going right. with the Dolphins. Good, but, perfect. Uh, but it's not always that that simple. Uh, and, and then, how's your golf game? It's getting better. 
Yeah? What, what's your, yeah, what's what your handicap? Yeah. It's, it's not that good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I said it get, it's, it's getting better. It's I getting better. How, it's always getting better. When yeah, it's yeah, good. Exactly. As in the ball's airborne it, sometimes it, when you exactly. hit it. Exactly. Okay. He, was, he was hoping you didn't ask a follow-up. Yeah. yeah, 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 like, yeah. It's getting better. Exactly. Like, exactly. Like, shut up, Ken. I, I answered your question already. <laughs> He's asking because I've been sharpening my golf game at the Kaiser University Golf Coaching Center. There we go. Some call me, some, some call me John Smoltz on the, on the you know, because I'm good at pitching. No. Okay, but that's uh-huh. a whole different thing. I don't want to get you into that. I don't want to even get you into yeah, those please, deep waters. Please, yeah. yeah, please don't. You got to stop dropping that on people other than us because nobody understands. They don't that. get it. Not a clue. Not a clue. Not a clue. I, I think the black lefty is probably black yeah. lefty is also yeah. what they that's, call me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a lefty. Yeah. It's like Phil yeah, Mickelson. Like that's right. Like that. short yeah, that's good. Yeah. See, that's better than John Smoltz. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's easier to explain, uh-huh. but I, I like the layers of the John Smoltz thing. Oh yeah, but boy, it is great having to explain that joke every time that you put it out there. Miles Russ, the head coach. Coach at Kaiser University. Uh, this his true introduction to Palm Beach County, the Treasure Coast. Coach, uh, all kidding aside, congratulations! You, super excited uh, for the title defense at Kaiser, and super excited for you to uh, get uh, your your uh, well deserved head coaching job. Congratulations yes, again, and uh, we'll uh, we'll catch up with you as uh, we get closer to the season. Okay. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, that is Miles Ross again, the second head coach mm. in Kaiser football history. Wheel of Topics when we come back. That's Theo, that's Stone. I'm Ken Levick at Theo and Stone, ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Levicka, Theo and Stone on ESPN 106.3. We've uh, put out an APB for Eric Bieniemy. I just Googled him. I can't find any evidence he still lives in the United States of America. Man. Uh, not involved in one coaching search? Not uh, one with them filled now? Right? There's no uh, There's no, no more, more No more jobs available? No McDonald more. took Seattle, Quinta, Atlanta, yeah. no more. Uh, no, Quinta, Washington. That's what I'm at. Raheem to uh, Raheem. Atlanta. Got him. No, Eric. How is that possible? Um... I'm telling you, man, I, I think it's got to be something going on that we don't know because that this was the most – the reason he left the Chiefs to go to the Commanders Ugh. was to be the coach in waiting because we all knew Ron Rivera was going to get fired. Ron Rivera gets fired a year later after Eric Bieniemy has a somewhat good year with fine. Sam Howell at quarterback. That and defense was the biggest problem with, right. the, with the Commanders. And it w- didn't help him much that they traded away their best defensive players mid-year. Sam like, Howell got benched. <laughs> the offense wasn't bad. So that's on Eric Bieniemy. It was Sam Howell. You got to take some of it. It was Sam Howell. Eric Bieniemy, like a good coach, said, hey, take a seat. I don't I don't know what went down. <laughs> right, right. I don't know what that, if that's what they say. <laughs> yeah, None of us. Yeah. Grab take a pine. Take, take a seat, kid. <laughs> we should have asked We should have asked the coach. Yeah, Russ, like, coach, how do you bench a kid? Yeah, how, what Show do you say? Benching. What do you say? How does that go? Uh, he's still here. We can still ask him. All right, um, cool. But no, I, I I do wonder what the hell is going on in Washington and what is Eric Bieniemy doing in these interviews because this is like the eighth summer in a row it feels like we're going to be talking about Eric Bieniemy right. not getting a coaching do the, job. Do the Brian Windhorst. Yeah. What's yeah. uh? <laughs> what does this now, mean? Yeah. Uh, and I do think that on the first day of Black History Month, it is very appropriate yes. to ask what the hell is going on with Eric Bieniemy. It, it's the pressing question of our time. Yeah, they could have waited till tomorrow. You know. 
day one of Black History Month. It's I, crazy. It, we're off to a bad start. It's crazy. We're off to a bad start. Shout out DQ, though. Uh, there, there, is, there is no APB out for Duffy Sports Grill because, man, there's so many locations. They're all excellent. The menu, my sweet lord. The two-for-one, total life changer. Theo? What can you add about well, Duffy's? Every now and then when I go there, my, my fiance might have to put an APB out for me because I'm sticking around. That's right. I'm staying there. Where's my man? Two for one drinks all day, every day. When I look up from my table after I'm done downing whatever drinks I get, I mean, there's so many different. I mean, I you know. got cocktails galore. How can you choose? By the time you look up, it's blurry. It's blurry, but you know what's... <laughs> what? what it, I don't care how blurry it is on this TV because I can look to the left and it's a little more clear on that one right. and a little more clear on the right one because there's 80-plus TVs at every single location. I can go for 80-plus mozzarella sticks right now. Mozzarella. My favorite item on the menu, uh-huh. of, course, of course, is the amazing What's mozzarella yours, sticks. What do you uh, like there? I I love just a a big old plate of the, uh, the mild wings, man. Get some okay. ranch, yeah. some blue cheese. I used to actually... In a previous life, mm. then get a side of the mozzarella sticks, mm. but not anymore. I'm, when you were thicker, yeah. When I was thicker. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you know what I had at Duffy Sports Grill last night? The one in Bokov, St. Andrews, is I had that ahi tuna salad. Oh, mm. that's a good yeah. choice. That, that's a good choice. It's got that uh, that that, that vinaigrette. Yeah, that sesame vinaigrette dressing. <laughs> oh, man, it's good stuff. You mentioned the wings; those are award-winning. We haven't even talked about the burgers, savory yeah. and award-winning in their own right. And then on top of all of that, <laughs> hey. You can watch any game you want to. All those TVs up there, two-for-one drinks. It's my favorite place to go to watch sports and also to grub down and have some good drinks. Duffy Sports Grill, Duffy'sMVP.com to sign up for rewards today at Duffy's. Our game is always on. Can we spin the wheel of topics, Stone Lebanowitz? Let's spin the wheel of topics. Topics. There it is. Best NFL coaching hire. Best NFL coaching hire this offseason. That is what we have landed on first on today's edition of Wheel of Topics. Theo, where are you going to go with this? Who do you think made the best hire this offseason? Anytime you can get a defending national champion and a guy that's been to a Super Bowl and had uh, levels of success in a guy like Jim Harbaugh, I think the Chargers made maybe the most sizable upgrade going from Brandon Staley, stale Brandon Staley, to a guy like Jim Harbaugh. Who has it better than the Chargers, man? Nobody! That's a missed opportunity, brother. Brandon Stale-Lee? Yeah, that's what... Oh, things were getting stale-Lee? I, I said there, that, the though. Char- oh. Didn't I say? I said stale. Yeah, but you did needed you mean to add to? the e. I did. I meant that. That's what I did. Yeah, okay. I like stale. Could have delivered it. I should have delivered it better? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's uh, not fair. Best head coaching uh, hire, Stone. I think it's Raheem Morris. Um, I think it's... Based off of the way other coaches around the league mm. talk about him. Like, we've seen the things that Mike Tomlin has had to say. All of the coaches, and he comes from that tree, that Washington, at the time, Redskins, now Commander's tree, right? Where it was Matt LaFleur, it was Mike McDaniel, Sean McVay, Raheem was on that staff, coaching the DBs. All of those guys have just the utmost respect and think that it was a long time coming for Raheem, and they think that it was late that he finally got a head coaching job. So I think just based off of his Q rating around the league, it's Raheem. The, my answer is Dave Canales. Because, my God, have you seen that jawline on that man? Did you see, oh did you see the entrance he got when he walked in yesterday? When he walked into the facility? Did, did it sound like uh, the Beatles on Ed <laughs> Sullivan just screaming women yeah, everywhere? Yeah, it was. I mean, Beatles is a good one. It's a little, you know. Old. Past, old, old. Yeah, no, I, I was trying to think of who a pop star is now, but yeah. he walked in and the girls 
Ed Sheeran? The, the women, does Ed Sheeran? Ed Sheeran's are women attracted to Ed Sheeran? Ed Sheeran's butt ugly. If Ed, if, I don't know. If Ed Sheeran hit on my girlfriend, there's no shot that it's <laughs> that working. You're, that you're feeling good. You're, you're feeling, feeling bad about yeah, it. I'm not feeling bad yeah. at all. But yeah. they, they they welcomed him like he was a pop star. I was like, this is the babe we need. Right Hell here. yeah, Dave Canales. That's a uh, head coaching hire of the offseason because, again, that guy, what a hunk. Let's go ahead and spin the wheel of topics again. Wheel, wheel of, of Topics. Black History Month. Woo! Black History Month. And here is how we are going to ring it in. Yeah. This from an old episode of Jeopardy. The single worst response in the history Uh-oh. of the legendary game show. Fitting that we play it here on day one of Black History Month. One of the topics covered in a Major League Baseball course at Arizona State is this player who broke the color barrier in 1947. Shauka. Who is Babe Ruth? Nope. <laughs> Nathaniel. Who is Jackie Robinson? Yes. Oh, boy. Can we hear that one more time? The abject disgust in the voice of Alex Trebek. May he rest in peace after the conclusion of that uh, answer, that response, is truly worth another listen. From Jeopardy, happy Black History Month. One of the topics covered in a Major League Baseball course at Arizona State is this player who broke the color barrier in 1947. Shauka. Who is Babe Ruth? Nope. Who is Jackie Robinson? How can you you even go out in public? I got something to say. Yeah, go ahead. That young lady was ahead of her time. All I'm saying is I've seen enough pictures of this dude, Babe Ruth, y'all keep talking about. And all I'm saying is I think he might have snuck one right (laughs) in front of y'all. I, I ain't gonna, I'm not going to make any, any kind of proclamations here as we uh, begin our trek into Black History Month uh-huh. on, this, on this fine, what is it, a Thursday? Uh, February Thursday, 1st. yeah. But I will say, when I look at those pictures of Babe Ruth, it might be black and white, but I'm seeing a little more black than white now. <laughs> he might have bamboozled everybody. I think he might have had some of y'all fooled. I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying it. I'm lost. Uh, no, hey, Babe Ruth might have been a brother. I don't That's all feel, I'm saying. Yeah, I'm going to let Theo uh, Babe Ruth might have been I've a brother. Heard, I've heard the theory There's before. conspiracies out there that the young lady was like, Babe Ruth might have been a brother, and it would explain a lot. I think. Leave it at that. I, I, I think it's actually the, the worst Jeopardy answer of all time. Uh, it's right <laughs> up there. Well, yeah, she should have known better. I mean, right, right. Was, but, but Theo's subscribing to something that I've saying, heard other people subscribe to. I'm just to. saying Babe Ruth might have broken the color barrier without y'all knowing. Yeah. There's a thing called passing. <laughs> And a lot of people have passed <laughs> is there, in the past. Is there a chance when she heard color barrier, she thought he meant like that's when the color TV kicked into place, like when he was playing baseball. Or maybe like the sound barrier. Maybe she thought he hit a home run so hard that it broke, right. the, that it broke the color barrier. You know barrier. what happened? That's the only baseball player she's ever heard that's of. That's probably it. Yeah. There's she that too. That's, that's most yeah. likely. But, uh, let's but go ahead and uh, spill the, spin the wheel of topics. Hold on to your package. This is going to be one hell of a Super Bowl on CBS. Want to know why? It's the introduction of the Doink camera. This from the Sports Business Journal. For the first time ever, small cameras will be inserted into upright cutouts with six 4K cameras capturing unprecedented angles of field goals and extra points. Cameras will have high-resolution zoom capability and also be made available for super slow-motion replays. My question about that is, who the hell asked for that? Certainly not Jake Moody. 
Because, I mean, that doing camera is going to, uh, if anybody's going to be getting uh, doinged from the doing camera, it's going to be my guy, Jake Moody, who, it's, shout out, he was at the. Who sits there and is like, you know what I really, really would love to see? The football on the upright. Maybe it'll be coming at me. I, I think a lot of people actually want that. I'm also curious over there, Theo. Um, what are you calling it? What kind of camera? The doing camera? Is no, it's a said? doink. 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 Is that what I was saying? Yeah, you say doink. Yeah, it's not a doink. It's a doink. Doink. <laughs> doink. I mean, it's close enough, I suppose. Yeah. Doink. You That's know, what I think this camera's a great idea. Forget the exactly cameras. The NFL's no, king. forget the cameras. What you need to do is put about 27 uh, high amplified microphones in there right. and mm. then huge speakers within the stadium and absolutely turn that thing into a rock concert. I want the loudest doink imaginable yeah. coming off of those uprights. That's more important than the camera. If you want to put a camera in something, how about we finally develop the technology to put it in the damn ball? Mm. Ooh, and Put a camera in the damn ball. That would be kind of dope. That would be the dopest. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. That's pretty good. Are you an engineer? Didn't think so. Don't tell me it's tough. I'm sure it's possible. Well, I think he meant We put a man like, on the moon. That, yeah, there's that. We can, we can put a camera in the football. We can put a camera Aaron in the Aaron Rodgers thing. We can put a laser line for the first down marker. Okay? <laughs> How, we don't need old men carrying jeans We're anymore. on a roll. Yeah. Oh, yeah, on a roll. But we all the topics. Wheel, Wheel of Topics. topics. Love. Oh. Let's hear this from uh, after the game, uh, AFC Championship game. This is an exchange between Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. An exchange between Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Uh, <laughs> You'll hear a lot of just ambient noise here. I'm going to translate for you. I want you to tell me if this is uncomfortable, if it's beautiful or uncomfortable. Here's a conversation between Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Give us a path, guys. Give us a path. Thank you. Give it clear away, guys. Thank you. Tell you I'm going to enjoy it with you guys over here. I love you. Oh, it's a more fun. <laughs> So here's the exchange, and I actually felt I actually heard it better than I ever have before. This is what was said. Travis Kelsey, Tay, I'm gonna enjoy this with the guys. I love you. Taylor Swift, I love you too. Travis Kelsey, so much it's not even funny. Mm. Taylor Swift, I've never been so proud ever. Nice. I'm all for their relationship. Jesus, man. Like you have, you've only been dating a couple of months, and you, Taylor Swift's never been so proud ever. Yeah, stop it. I mean, you're uh, you're a you're a, pl- a platinum million times over artist, and you're you're happy with a guy else? that has two touchdown catches in the postseason. <laughs> you've never been more proud ever. Come on, Does this guy not like love. I don't know what's. I up mean, with that's this guy. just so cringy. Like, does everything have to be so overly dramatic? Like, hey, love you, baby. See you after. Head for a drink. I, that's good enough for me. Okay. I, I thought more of you. I'll say it. I'll say it. Have you, would you ever say that to Jess? Would you ever say that to, to, to your fiance? Uh, what, I love you and Ash? I'm so proud? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so proud. If she did something, I'd be proud of. Can I say it? Can I just say it? Yeah. All right, Babe Ruth was black. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. I said it. Uh, Happy Black History Month. Ken. You heard it here first. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>